Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Now Paul had visited the city of Corinth in Acts chapter 18, obviously developing a church. Now he's writing from Ephesus, as 1 Corinthians 16, 8 tells us, probably in early part of 55 AD. Now Corinth was a major Roman city. It is located in southern Greece. I had the privilege to, to be there a few years ago. It was a major trade city. And it was a very immoral city. The church at Corinth thus struggled with worldliness and breaking from this old culture of immorality and idolatry. And it was not only worldliness, but division. And so Paul writes this book to confront worldliness and to confront their division and then to teach them about the Christian life. Now, we notice in chapter 1, Paul begins with the calling of those who are believers. Notice he says to the church, verse number two, which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints. Now they were saints, even though they didn't live like it, and we're going to see that through the book, Paul called them saints. They were sanctified, set apart by God in verse number two. They also experienced God's grace. If you notice in verse number three, he says grace to you, but then verse four, I thank my God always for the grace of God which was given to you. They lived with a Christ-confirming testimony. Notice in verse number 6, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. They received gifts from God. If you notice in verse number 5, he says that you've been enriched in everything. And then in verse number 7, he says, so that you come short in no gift. They were gifted by God for ministry and service. They were prepared for eternity. Notice he says in verse number seven, they were eagerly waiting for the revelation. That's the coming of Jesus. And at that point when Jesus comes, that they may be found blameless. And they were in fellowship with Jesus. In verse number nine, he talks about they were called into fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's the calling. Hey, all of these are true about us. We're sanctified. We're saints. We've experienced God's grace. We live with a Christ-confirming testimony. We've received gifts. We're prepared for eternity. We're in the fellowship of Jesus as well. Now, Paul, after looking at their calling, points to and gives them a word of confrontation. Verses 10 through 17. Notice in verse number uh, 10, he talks about there should be no division among you. And yet there are divisions. There are those who have their eyes on four different groups. Notice in verse 11 and 12, there were some who said, hey, I am of uh, Paul. Uh, others said, I am of Apollos. Some said, I am of Cephas, that is Peter. And then others said, well, I am of Jesus Christ. I appear more spiritual. Paul probably uh, was attracting Gentiles. Apollos was very eloquent. Peter probably was attracting Jews, and some were just appearing to be spiritual, and they said, hey, we're following Jesus. So in verses 10 through 17, uh, Paul confronts this, and he says that God doesn't want division in the body. There should be a sense of unity and fellowship. Then there's this challenge that Paul gives. He gives the challenge to embrace the cross in verse number 18. The message of the cross is foolishness, but to those who are of, of us who are saved, it is the power of God. We hold to the cross. Then in verses 19 through 29, he says, don't mix the gospel with human wisdom. He, he gives this picture that to the worldly wise, the message of the cross seems 
like foolishness. He says that to the the Jews, it is a stumbling block or a scandal in verse number 23. And to the Greeks, it is foolishness. Don't mix the gospel with human wisdom. And then he says, ultimately, as believers, we should glory in the Lord. Notice verse 30 and 31. We're in Christ. And uh, he says at the end, then in verse 31, as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. 